This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and on the line with me this evening, first of all, we have Victoria, my darling. How the chuff are you? I'm all right, my lord. How are you? Just all right, Vic. That's not like you. You're, you're normally fabulous. No, I'm a, I'm a bit confused this week, my lord, because oh. I seem to have lost my negative side of things, and I seem getting a little bit too positive for my own liking so i'm just no. trying to calm myself down i know i'm trying no. to calm myself down get myself ready for this podcast and just try not to be too rose tinted well luckily we are in the company of dicky this evening so no doubt by the time we finish we'll all be negative again dicky o'bean how the chill for you my friend i'm very well thank you very much uh, i'm just getting over from uh, discharging my weapon over the weekend Ding dong! <laughs> May I ask which weapon you have been discharging, old boy? Uh, I, uh, a, shot, a shotgun weapon, of course. What, what did you think I was up, uh, discharging? I, I, I can't possibly think, Obi. No, I can't I possibly on, think. I was on a stag do, and yes, we weren't shooting, and uh, I was the only one to hit uh, two clays with one bullet. Bang! <laughs> Boom! Is that, is that something yeah, wrong with... <laughs> Nobody else did it out of 24 of us. It was only me, you know. Can't turn it off. <laughs> Brilliant, love it. Um, right, well, it's just us three. Uh, we're, having, we're having a bit of a change around this podcas I've been away for a few weeks, and obviously James has been here, and now it's not. And it's lovely. It's snuggly. It's, it's we we've got strength in depth on this podcast, ladies and gents. Strength in depth. That's um, right. <laughs> uh, so first things first let's have a little uh, natter about the Cardiff game shall we boys and girls uh, because of course Mr Warnock Vic's most favourite man in the entire world I love him I love him 
Colin Wanker. Oh, bless him. Now, I, I, I don't want to like him. I really don't, because it's, it's, it's Colin, and it is. And I do like to jollyly take the mess out of him, but it's difficult not to, because he's nasty in such a lovely way, isn't he? Bless him. He is he's like a, an awful old granddad who's racist, basically. <laughs> but he's racist against Sheffield Wednesday. It's... Oh, Bless his little cotton socks. Um, love him to bits. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll come on to this in a bit more depth recently, but did you, you guys see that little video when they scored their goal? No, I don't think I have, actually. Oh, have a little look back at the uh, the, the Lord Hillsborough Twitter feed, and he yeah. did this wonderful <laughs> jumping celebration, and thoroughly enjoying himself, and then all of a sudden he found 20 pence on the floor and said, far more interested in that than he did about a goal going in. Bless him. Oh, you honestly. can take the bloke out of Sheffield, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> Love him. I've seen, I've seen a great, great, great video on um, Twitter this evening doing the rounds where he turns up in a... Actually, I think it was Cardiff's official Twitter that put it out, where he turns Is up in his white. One? It's not a tractor, but he he might he's turning up in his white convertible old car and just gets out of it, and it's just just the weirdest kind of thing I've ever seen. Oh, that was when they announced him as the manager, wasn't it? That was like their announcement video. It was just brilliant. (laughs) He is just comedy gold. And like, think, to be fair, from the times that I've met him, it's only been briefly, we used to go to the same hairdresser. And I've I've had dealings (laughs) with him, I've seen him. I know, know, good old Capelli's on Hunter's Bar. (laughs) Did he he go in for a rinse and set? (laughs) But do you know what? Same hairdresser, what? I know, I know. It's not to brag about, but well, same hairdressing salon, not the same hairdresser. <laughs> Let me just—I mean, look at my hair. To be fair, it could be the same hairdresser. Um, have you seen the state of his hair, though? Have you seen the state of mine, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> but I think he does come across as—he is the type of bloke that the media team will have suggested that video to him, and he will have thought it would be the funniest thing to record. And that is why I love him. I just do. I think he's one of those classic football managers that we're lacking now. We don't have Cluffy anymore. You know, we don't have those kind of managers. And he is one. He really is. And I I do love him as much as he hates us. And that makes me love him even more. Oh, bless his little cotton socks. Good old Colin. What would we do without him? Um, but certainly, obviously, on to the game itself, boys and girls. So when the, the, the team was announced, again, it was a very unchanged team for Carlos, wasn't it? Again, Westwood, Hunt, Lees, um, Jews, uh, Padil, obviously popping back into the squad. Uh, Lees, Jones, Bannon, Reach in midfield, and, of course, Hooper, Fletcher up front. Now, this sort of... Um, keeping this team together do you think this is something I mean we've not really seen it from Carlos before have we and this is that sort of again where this team has been there if you like do you think this Carlos is starting to enjoy keeping the same team or do you think we're just going to see lots and lots of changes again I think it's something we needed to for a long time and I've said it numerous times in the last few weeks on on the podcast but yeah it, it does bring in a bit of continuity to the team it's not a bad thing, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, one or two changes every game, I'm all right with that. You might need an injury here or there, or a change of some, some kind of, you know, somebody to, to man-mark somebody or whatever, but but we've needed it for a long time, and I'm, I'm finally glad that it's we're getting that continuity through the team um, and, and seems to be getting, it seems to be paying dividends. It certainly seems to be working, doesn't it? Sorry, Vic. Sorry, I was just going to say, the thing is with continuity, like we've had... We had probably three or four years of continuity before under 
awful managers. And don't get me wrong, you know, Carlos has got a lot to prove, although he is, don't get me wrong, this season he is he's starting to really prove himself again. We've had the best start ever, blah, blah, blah. But he, I think we've had seasons before where we've had continuity and it's been continuity of absolute dross. And how nice is it now to have continuity of a really, really good team? Um, and I'm sure we'll get onto it in a bit, my lord, when we talk about Sunday's game. Um, But but we were talking about the team then uh, in our group chat and I think the continuity now, oh my God, you would take one of those over the previous 11, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Obviously, we shall cross that bridge slightly later as well. But uh, at the moment, I mean... It's it's really difficult because the team is playing beautifully. I mean, Juice the other day, sorry, Jost, what have we decided to call him now? He said it rhymes with toast, doesn't he? Uh, so, uh, again, we, obviously these, they come over with these beautiful, beautiful foreign-sounding names, but we're in Yorkshire, boys and girls, so we'll just call him Juiced. Um, yeah, <laughs> right? Any The thing is with that, normally we get a player like New Hugh and they had to ask him how to pronounce his name and he was like, oh, it is New Hugh, it is how it is spent, blah, blah, blah. And everyone still calls him New Who. Uh, but with, with Used, as we all call him, we try and call him like the proper foreign sounding name. It's actually, it's Yost. It's Yost. crap. That's crap. Call him Used. Used. It just sounds a bit more foreign and a bit more exciting, doesn't it? I don't want to call him Yost, as in toast. It's like calling you. It's like calling you Vuk, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's crap. <laughs> Victoria. Vuk. Victoria, as opposed to Victoria. Yeah, it's like you know. Let's let's mix it up a bit. Let's be excited about it. Don't call yourself Yost. It's Yost. <laughs> but whatever the chuffy's name is, he had a brilliant game against Cardiff, didn't he? He really, really did. I am so excited about this boy. I really, really am. Because he is essentially still a boy. I don't mean that to sound condescending and awful. But he's, he just seems to have got everything, doesn't he? He's got that... that The, the ball at his feet is so, so comfortable. Obviously, there was that, that beautiful pass that he, he sent out to... Um, uh, to Fletch, and Fletch brought it down on his chest marvellously, and then the shot just went a bit ski with. But if that had gone in, that would have been oh, goal of the season. It was brilliant, absolutely wonderful. He could pick out a shot, couldn't he? Blindfolded it in the middle of a warehouse, and he could pick out a shot. He is unbelievable at picking out a cross. And we've seen that in, what, three games, is it now, that he's played for mm. us? Like, in the first team, and obviously Richie, who saw him in the under-23, slash whatever they're called, but he is he is outstanding and he's made one mistake and one mistake I think on your debut is acceptable. It's it's okay. You know, we won anyway, so it don't matter. But he <laughs> is just unbelievable. And I think, you know, we were talking about it the other week and we we're saying, you know, it costs four million pounds, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but that's what you get now for four million pounds. We've got to stop looking at free players or loan players or oh, you know, they've been released from Crystal Palace, we've got them on a free. That's not great. This kid, we've bought him in for big money and we're expecting big things and he's already overproving himself big time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Rich. I, I think, yeah, sorry. I'm, like I said, sorry, I'm under 23s and you could tell that day, even though it's, you know, kind of a bit more downbeat game to what he's been used to in the last three games. You could tell he's touched in some of the passes that he was he was putting over the midfield to the strikers. And, yeah, I, I, I really like this guy. Um, and getting to uh, to to where... Uh, I think he'll be at centre off with Wednesday for a, a while to come, unless he plays too well, and then the Premier League boys will come shouting. <laughs> How long have we got him for out of interest? Do you guys know? Uh, that's probably something we should have looked up before we started speaking to him. Um, I'm, 
<laughs> I would assume um, that it's three uh, years at least. I, I would imagine it'd be three or four because it seems that everybody everybody's coming in on a long term contract at the moment. We are getting rid of very yeah. There's very few actual players leaving. Sheffield Wednesday Football Club at the moment, isn't it? We are, we are not a selling club at the moment. And, and obviously we've seen that the, the players that are already here have got lovely, lovely long-term contracts and things like that, which is marvellous in my opinion. Um, and I mean, this chap is only, what, is he 23, something like that? It's, it's just, ah, oh, and it's, it's not just his, his ball at the feet as well. I mean, there was a, a such a fantastic tackle running back in, in the actual area, slid, ball out the way, carried on, Everybody were happy, and it was just brilliant, absolutely fantastic. It, I, I can't, I, I just, I can't believe it. I really, really can't because we've been waiting for this centre back for such a long time, and then you, you get to the point where you think, oh, they're just going to get somebody in to shut the fans up, basically. But this chap has been well worth waiting for, hasn't he? He really, really has. And I think he really fits in with what Carlos wants as well. Obviously, it looks as though Carlos wants us to play the ball from the back and he's chuffing good at doing that as well. And he wasn't the only one that had a good game. It has to be said. Uh, I thought, um, I can't really pick out a terrible player on the day. One little thing, though, is Lee on the left. Obviously, Kieran Lee's come back in. We saw what he did first game back when he was playing in the middle. On the left, he just looks a little bit unsure. Maybe. Am I wrong about that? No, that's that's not his his position, is it really? It's um he's better in the centre there. But um it's like I say, sometimes you have to juggle the, the kind of um the formation to, to suit your not to suit your opponents, but to tackle your opponents. And I guess uh, that's why he was he was there then. Yep, fair enough, absolutely. Uh, and the other thing I would like to give a shout out again, I've missed the last few weeks, but uh, Mr. Reach, is he just me or has he become rather good rather quickly? Oh, I, I love him. I love him. I want to I want to cook him some tea <laughs> and I want to make him a cup of tea and I want to oh he's just so cute, isn't he? And he's so good now. I was one of his biggest critics, if not his biggest critic last season. I really, really was because I just didn't see where that five million quid had gone. But do you know what? Actually, this season, so many players are really, really proving themselves, especially over the last couple of games. You know, it's been, yeah, we've we've not lost and we've done we've done okay, but it has been a bit meh. But it's finally starting to pick up. This is what I mean about the rose tinted spectacles. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Adam Reach. Maybe it's his Instagram with no shirt on. But Maybe it's that he's bottle just... of vodka. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> it's not payday for like a week. Go no, no to the booze. Um, but yeah, he is just, he has completely come out of his shell like the last few games. He has just been outstanding. And I think it helps when you've got people like Bannon back to the best and you've got Hunt back to it. Well, better than his best that we've ever seen. Let's be honest. You know, he's a completely different player to what he's ever been. And we've got, you know, we've got Yost at centre half and we've got a really good spine of a team now and I think that is going to help players like Reach it's going to help players to look better um, and he is just looking brilliant he runs his arse off every single match doesn't he he is just unbelievable how he is not like carried off at 90 minutes I have no idea <laughs> But no, I mean, the, the game as a whole, I was very, very happy with. Um, obviously, there was that disappointment at the end. Was it a foul? Yeah, I think it was. Was it offside? Possibly, but yeah, what can we do? Um, it's just a shame that Butterfield gave away that foul. I mean, obviously, that's the first time we've sort of seen him properly on the pitch for a bit. It was only on for, for well, five minutes, turned into ten after the... Uh, extra time if you like um, and it's just such a shame because it would have just been nice just to 
shut calling up for a bit, wasn't it? Bless him. Because they've got home thinking, oh, still won't beat me. I, I was I was studying a, a a bar in Henley uh, on a stag do, and uh, I was getting a little bit giddy, and you know, one nil up. Yeah, this is done and dusted. This ninety fifth minute, and uh, yeah, there was a couple of us. The, the stag, he's a Wednesday fan as well. He was gutted as much as I was. But hey, we so carry on, we carry on drinking. I've got it all. You, you got drunk, shotguns, and Wednesday had a goal scored against them in the last sort of dying seconds of a game. That would have been a very different and, 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 <laughs> and, 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 and the purple turtle in Reading Town Centre. That was interesting. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to know. I, I apologise, Dickie. I, was, I, I tell you what, I got ID'd in there as well, which was like, I'm 45 and I got ID'd. Sod off. Come on, no, you get not. in. I got well, ID'd, I'm telling you. Probably only because they thought you looked you. a bit dodgy. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, that could have been it, but hey, either way. Oh, I'm all right with that. <laughs> of course you can see my ID, sir. You still got a paper driving license. <laughs> it was a driving license. Look, luckily, I got it. I wasn't expecting to be asked for my ID ever. <laughs> I thought I'd been this past those years. That, <laughs> this was the chap that didn't get ID'd when he got um, look for that over 70s life insurance. He got that fine, didn't he? Tough and typical, that. Um, <laughs> bless him. Right then, ladies and gents, so let's crack on with the um, the, the, the scant little bit of Wednesday news we've got for this week, shall we? Um, I mean, the main one is, is Fessy uh, and his injury. Um, he has Instagrammed various photographs of himself laid up. Um, the original Instagram says, uh, picked up an injury last season, worst used in March, and there's obviously a picture of him on uh, a, a hospital bed somewhere in the world. Um but it's this picked up an injury last season bit. I mean, obviously we saw bits and bobs of Fessy last season and, and we all knew that he wasn't playing as Fessy normally plays, if you like. But do you think this is the reason why? There's obviously, without this injury, we didn't, I didn't realise it was something this serious. Did you guys? Or? To be honest, no. It, 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 I, I'm, we, I, we've covered the whole Fessy and team and everything, I think, already in, in a, a, a recent podcasts. But it's it, it's probably come at the right time. Um, but, um, yeah, it... Would he have got in the team at the minute? That's the question. If he wasn't injured, maybe. Maybe that's the reason for his. Well, we've 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 heard we've only got rumours about the the attitude issues, haven't we? We don't know anything about him. But if if you're walking around with an injury for the last couple of months, then you might be a little bit not not yeah, too could, pleased. There could, could be there could be a conspiracy theory in this one, but I'm not going to start with that. <laughs> I tell you what, right? If you're saying that, you could literally hit my leg with a hammer every morning. If I was earning thirty grand a week, I would not walk around with an attitude like. Rrr. I'd just I'd be happy. Thirty <laughs> grand a week. Morning. How many? You earn that. You earn that a year, and you earn a good wage. I'm sorry. No, no, that is not an excuse for an attitude. If you've got that attitude, you've got oh well. Anyway, he's had his operation. You're negative. Worn... You negative. No, he's you. worn the same shorts for like the last few days because you know to prove that he's still in the Sondico clan and all that crap. Because obviously what he can't like wear the new after... shorts, can he? He can't wear new ones. That's a different story. Um, but oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he was just having his cortisone injections. He was getting on with things, and actually, Carlos has said during this period of. Whatever has happened, he has said to him, look, go and get your knee sorted, take some time out, come back a different person. And hopefully he will. You know, I'm, I'm 100% behind him if he does come back like that. 100%. Absolutely, absolutely. 
It's one of those headaches that uh, obviously Carlos now doesn't have to think about because it's, again, sort of settled the team slightly. Um, obviously, we've heard the rumours, etc., etc., all that nonsense has, has happened. But now, obviously, uh, we're seeing Fletcher, we're seeing Hooper, and they are becoming somewhat of a, a strike force. It has been mentioned in various different media outlets that we have a, a proper sort of old-school strike force, if you like, um, up front as well. And, of course, it's settled everybody else throughout the team. Uh, the next interesting bit is when Hutch is going to come back, but obviously I believe you guys spoke about that when I wasn't here last week as well. So we'll see what happens there, because Dave Jones, for me, has been... He's not a flashy player, Benny sense of the imagination, but he seems to get the job done, doesn't he? Am I again? Is that just me and my my blue tinted spectacles, or do you guys no, agree? I think I think he's done all right. To be fair to him, um, again, he's one of those that I've not been his biggest fan, um, but he has he's proved himself. You know, he's played well. Um, I can't think of any major mistake that he's made, which is a good thing because I could think of some beforehand. Um, I probably five, six, seven games ago last season. I could think of many mistakes. He hasn't made those. He obviously seems to be coming on better. And obviously you're going to miss Hutch, aren't you? you you're all, everyone's going to miss Hutch. You know, he's he's a class player. But I think Mr Lee being back makes life a lot easier because he is box to box. And Bannon's playing a lot deeper now because we've got no Hutch. Um, I'd take him back tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. And I think as soon as he is fit... I think Jones will have a job to do to keep his his place in the team, but at the moment, I'm quite I'm quite happy with it. I don't know what to do. I do. I feel like I should go look in my wardrobe and find no shirt and get angry again. <laughs> That's exactly what I do as well. <laughs> it is a little bit odd that we've not got a great deal to moan about at the moment, isn't it? But uh, I'm sure we'll find something by about by the time the podcast has done. Um, but yes, I mean, obviously, we we do wish Fessy a full recovery and a speedy recovery as well, because we, he is he's Fessy, isn't he? He's part of our Wednesday club. He's made us all very very happy um, at various different points, and uh, we do want him back as as soon as possible. Um, now, Vic, you mentioned just a moment or two ago about the uh, the kits. Now, there is a rumour circulating that this kit may be available on Sunday for some kind of match that's coming up. Um, <laughs> Sorry, is that is that not what you've heard, Rich, or is that is that just bumpkump? Or I've, not, I've not heard anything. I just thought it was just a funny thing to hear. That was all. Just the kit was going to be available. You know, just at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised when it turns up. To be fair, I just you know, we'll see it when we see it. I guess. <laughs> One thing that well, I've well, seen in the uh, oh, that somebody tweeted a bit. We're I think nearly I, at the end of September, though, and that is birthday season. So is we're that a bit birthday screwed, season? Aren't we? Apparently so. God birthday season. Yeah. Yeah, that was fudge. I didn't know there was such a thing as birthday season. Is, Apparently do, so. Yeah. Do people sort of get amorous around about the uh, in February? <laughs> no, do you know? No, it's it's a December thing. Apparently, people have sex at Christmas and have babies in September, and we we all poo pooed fudge about this. But then there's been so many articles come out since, and it's like stop proving Dan Fudge right. Like, what yeah, is wrong people, with these journeys? People have people have birthdays every day of the year, though, don't they? Let, let's be honest. It was a complete. It was a crap. Fact. But th- there is a boom in September. It's been proven. We've, Fudge has sent well, us the articles daily in the group chat. <laughs> oh, I don't. Re- I don't read his shit. But it's like a Christmas shag. Is that what it is? It's like here yeah. we go. Make the, make the most of it. This is it for the September, next September. It's yeah. Christmas shag. November. Even. It's Valentine's Day shag, isn't it? November. You're in February. Oh, you're talking about when the born, right? I see what you're saying. Bloody hell. Two plus oh, nine. Oh, you, you have a shag on, Val- on Valentine's Day. 
Not very often. Yeah. God, Lord, what's this podcast turned into? You know what? I've been, I've been away two weeks, and all of a sudden, he's just all gone to pot, ladies and gentlemen. I apologise for the lewd behaviour of my colleagues. It's, it's not on. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, obviously, uh, fingers crossed we see, shall see the kit. I mean, obviously, once we've got the home kit in, uh, then we can start on about the away kit as well. Um, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, shall we? And then uh, the third kit, yeah. <laughs> Look oh, at kit. third kit. Bloody hell, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, see, Vic, you were feeling lovely, weren't you? You were feeling absolutely marvellous, and, and we've ruined you. We've That's ruined you. That's a good mood tonight, you two. Bloody hell. <laughs> Although, there was a wonderful tweet sent to Mr Fudge throughout the week uh, regarding the uh, the cycling kit is now available uh, in the club shop. So if you're a, if you're a cyclist, um, you can now get your, your Sheffield Wednesday cycling shirt at um, a snip at just £60. So uh, I'm sure everybody will be flying down for their cycling shirts as well. Do you want to meet in the queue tomorrow morning, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> Should we go get a cycling? Oh, you had a queue of uh, what? <laughs> cyclists. Well, the thing that, that's that, that's like exercise that, and it's cycling. That uh, yeah. not necessarily. Yeah, right, no, I, 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 I heard Lord H has a, a, Fessy, a Fessy style bike. Is that right? <laughs> I, I enjoy being on my cycle. I must admit it, I don't get a great deal of exercise from it because it is an electric cycle. So um, I, I do pedal, uh, but I don't have to pedal very hard. Um, and you, mean, you mean you've not got Jeeves uh, pedalling it? No, I, I just have Jeeves sort of running behind me. Are you me. in a sidecar? Just... <laughs> <laughs> But I am going to damn well make sure that somebody invents a sidecar. That That would be the funniest thing in the world. An electric bike and a sidecar. Oh, Victoria, that's hilarious. Um, (laughs) But yes, uh, one slight little worry of mine is if the Sheffield Wednesday cycling shirt is going to be £60, do we think that the Sheffield Wednesday shirt is going to be, in the words of Brucey, higher or lower? Because... It does look like a bit much expensive, higher. Huh? Much, much higher. I think when we went to the steering group, Mr Chanziri was saying about how he's not dropping the prices for last season's shirt, and I found that out. Um, I went in to go and buy the books the other week, and it came to round up £70, and I thought, do you know what? If the old shirt's in, I'll buy that. If it's 30 quid, round it up, fine, whatever. Still £55. And uh, someone asked Mr Chanziri at the steering group, and he was like, no, I'm not. I'm not lowering that. It's um, you know, it's the, it's the right price. It's a good price, and we were all like, "Well, what's next season's price going to be then? If last season's shirts are still on sale for fifty-five quid and will be when the new ones are in, you're going to be talking seventy-five easily." Bet you. For for yeah. the want of not going back and talking about the kit, um, I, I think there's an opportunity for them to make good on it only being available for however long it's available for, with a price uh, sensitive. Uh, I must admit, I want it. I do want it, and I am tight about kits. I am so I haven't bought one since fucking like Azerbaijan Land of Fire, and like I will buy this one. I will. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? You, 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 we worry about the price of the kit when we're buying it, but then I mean, I've got a drawer full of kits upstairs. Um, literally a drawer full of kits upstairs. I couldn't tell you how much any of them cost, but I love them. I absolutely love my. Ridiculous. You'd remember if it was seventy odd quid. You'd be like, nobody touched that. It's in a like polystyrene packet. I don't think I would. Off. I mean, I've been sending out a few little tweets of my my loungewear, and obviously people have been commenting that old kits and oh the, my god, my, my <laughs> I, I, I'd heard you got um, a dungeon 
dungeon full of vouchers as well, or is it kits? Sorry, I've got kits all over the place. I've been in my dungeon as well. Um, but um, the, the 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 stories that be coming through about young lads doing. I, I apologise, I, I don't have the tweets in front of me, so I can't really get a bit of a shout out here. But one chap said he'd, he'd, he'd done his um, his his paper round and he saved up all his pocket money to buy his kit. He can't remember how much the kit was. That wasn't an issue. He's just remember saving up for his kit, buying his kit, and it's a, a treasured possession for a young boy. Let's be honest as well. You've had longer to save, haven't you? You've had a month and a half longer. Stop bloody moaning. Yeah, you'd be able to buy the home kit and the cycling shirts as well. I just spent it on beer in the meantime, so that's, you know, I've, I've, spe- I've, I've drank my shirt. <laughs> One one little interesting tweet. Again, I, we'll, we'll get off the kits in a moment. I know it's a long, boring subject for a lot of people now, but I thought this was a very interesting point. Um, obviously, the the life of this kit, if we are going to be changing kits every season, has been dramatically shortened. Is there an argument to have this kit for two seasons if we are paying top no, dollar for it? It's the bloody anniversary kit. That would be like, no, 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 no. Just get over it. It's going to be more money. We're just going to get on with it. We're all going to buy it. Let's be honest, apart from like James, who doesn't buy kits. But we're all going to go out and buy it. We've had an extra month and a half to save for it, which is very generous from the club, you know, thinking about our finances. So, no, it doesn't matter. We can't keep it another year. That's just embarrassing. This is our 150th year. It's our 150th kit. Who knows? Next year we might even have pinstripes again. <laughs> um, speaking of the club, uh, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> speaking of the club, looking after our finances, uh, Victoria, I believe that you saw a wonderful little deal from the club um, last week as well, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I did, and I missed this so much. So, as we like to do, my club shop offer of the week. <laughs> we need the jingle. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's find the jingle. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It'll have to do. It'll have to do. I'll do. That's fine. Just keep it for in future. Um, So, from the club shop, you can buy, I believe it was the pin badge for £3.50 and the key ring for £5 with the new badge on, lovely, brilliant, 150th anniversary. Or you could buy the two in a box for £10. Now, you tell me, is that not the most expensive cardboard box you've ever seen? Two quid box. (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievable! But it's not just any box. It's a hundred and fiftieth anniversary box. It's not. It's oh. a black cardboard box. <laughs> you could get that off ASOS. I've got about ten in cupboard. Like, I'm not being funny. Come round here. I'll sell them you for a pound. You save yourself fifty pence. Like, in, that is, in fifty years' they were time, underneath each other on the email, and it's just like, oh my god, who has listed these? I like, oh Jesus. In 150 years' time, when someone has got both of those keerings on Dickinson's real deal, and the expert says, well, if only you didn't have the box, (laughs) it would have been worth £55,000. But as it is, it's worth 27 pence. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) But no, uh, top job, Sheffield Wednesday shop marketing team. I think you're doing a a, a bang-up job. Uh, Let's just hope those Toby Jugs are back in as well. Whether you're celebrating a birthday... A wedding or anniversary. Maybe you've passed your driving test. Or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catchbar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 014 232 6121. 
Um, right then, ladies and gents, of course, um, it is the build up to the Steel City Derby. Uh, no, dun, dun, dun. don't like it, don't like it, don't like it. My first question is, have you guys missed this? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> we were walking up to the tram this morning, me and my other half, and we were like talking about it, and I was like, do you know what? People always question, you know when you're going through a really bad patch and they go, well, why do you still go? I know you've paid for it, but it's not fun. It's like, no, it's not fun. I don't know why I go. And it's like the first five, six games of the season are fun. Because it doesn't really matter, you know, you're just trying to get as many points as you can, you know, it's not the business end of the season and all that crap, you just get on with it. But then something like this comes along and I'm I'm genuinely, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't enjoy it. From the, the minute that whistle is blown to the minute it's blown again at 90 minutes, I will be a wreck. And I'm not... I'm not anti-Blades in the slightest. I couldn't care less. I'm not bothered. But... Oh, no, I'm I'm not asked. It's like they can do what they want. They'd rather us be anti them and they find that quite amusing. I'm not bothered. They can do exactly what they want. I don't care. But I just hate the build up to it. And I hate every single day that I walk up to that tram. I have to walk past the sign saying this Sunday coming live to you at 1.15pm. And it's like, no! That's Mrs. Dancer in the X Factor Man, just to stand out there when yeah, you walk past. Yeah, <laughs> every time. It's like, Victoria, have you looked at this sign? Yes, I have. Go away. Do, do you know what? I, 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 I'm just, it's just another game, isn't it? No, it's chuffing, not just another Chuffy. game. It's not, though, is Why it? Why is it not? I, I'll I, say see, that if, if we lose, Rich, or if we draw, I'll say it is, and that's all I'll... I'm very, like, I'm I'm very blink... I'm, I'm very blinking about other teams these days. It's just it's either Wednesday or my non-league team, and th- and that's it. I don't, it, it, you know, there's no second teams even. I just I just don't care. What, I don't care what anybody else does. I'm not interested in what anybody else does. Just what, I just want to see Wednesday win. Simple as that. And I don't care who it is and who we play against. See, Maybe long-term a bit nonchalant, listeners, but... long-term listeners of the podcast will remember when I used to complain when we were in the league above them, or you know, heaven forbid, they were above us. And they used to flash the score up on the screen. They'd be like, well, that makes no difference to us whatsoever. What are you doing? Why are you playing that? But as it stands, we're both fighting for, you know, they have come up fighting. Let's be honest. They have come up with a proper battle on their hands and they are going for it. They've come up with beginner's luck. They've come up with beginner's luck and it's starting to run out. As it stands, you know, we're, we're pretty much neck and neck. Or are they above us? I think still only just chuffing slightly. Yeah. But they've come up well, and they've, they've so got themselves all excited. That's all. As it, as it stands, as a game, whether we're playing Charlton, whether we're playing Tottenham, you know, whoever, whether it's Fleetwood Town, it as a points game, it does matter. But I'm more nervous about it just because I cannot be asked with it. I can't be bothered with all the stick that comes alongside it. It's just pointless. I'm not that bothered about you, to be honest. You know, whatever. But it, there's been, do you know what? There's been a, a distinct lack of banter, I think, because of how probably close we are. There's been a distinct, distinct lack of it. I don't think anybody's kind of di- prepared to um, open themselves up to abuse or, or potentially a, a kicking on Sunday afternoon, let alone Monday morning, um, you know, verbally. I, I don't mean anything else by that. Um I think it's, uh, yeah, it's just very quiet at the minute. And I've had a com- this conversation with a, a friend of mine who is a blade. Well, I say it's a friend, but, you know, just somebody I know. An acquaintance. Um, and, and he's very much, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much the same opinion, that it's very quiet at the minute. 
Yeah, but it's the build-up now, so uh, I've, I've been planning, and uh, we, we, I'm sure Twist will explode towards uh, <laughs> towards Sunday. Um, obviously, when it comes to actual team itself, I mean, it, there is, and uh, I do, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm loath to say this, because I just, like Vic says, I don't want it to come back and bite me on the ass. but there is a class difference between Sheffield Wednesday and Sheffield United at the moment in these teams. We've seen it the other way around, we've been on that sort of end where we know that they have better players than us. At the moment there is we have better players than them. It is that simple. And Carlos he's been involved in Derby games. He knows what's what obviously Benfica, Portugal, all that kind of thing. He he understands the Derby game. Do you think that's gonna play into Carlos's viewing of the game, setting up the team, looking at the tactics. Obviously he's gonna mention the, the the crowd and the noise and all that kind of thing. It's a derby game, it's a derby match. But do you think we're going to see a professional Sheffield Wednesday come out on that team, sticking to Carlos's game plan? Or do we think the baying crowd is going to get some? No, 100% professional Sheffield Wednesday. I can't see it going any other way. And I think at the moment as well, with situations that have been happening at the other side of Sheffield, um, I think they've got to be ultra professional as well. And I think it's just, for the City, I do think you know both sides could either fans and players could either play up and really, really show the city up or could have a really bloody good game of football and both give it their all. And that's all I want to see. That's what I paid my money for. Do you know, it's, like I said, you know, it's three points, but it's not the end of the world, three points. If we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. If we draw, we draw. But let's not let's not go stupid. It just embarrasses everybody. And they're in a very, very... They're hanging on by a thread at the moment when it comes to like FA situations and whatever, as we've seen from their statement, my lord, that you retweeted. Um, but I just, uh, it's just, it's just a game in it. It is, it's a game, and it by like two o'clock Sunday afternoon, it's done. So let's just get on with it. Let's just see what happens. I, I, I don't expect that there'll be any trouble. I mean, that's the last thing anybody wants to see. Um, obviously, football fans, it's an early kickoff. It's its its one of those things that's always happened. We, we know how derby games work. We've been at derby games. I'm sure you guys have been at derby games where it, it is a pleasant experience. Uh, but obviously, when we all travelled down to Wembley, it was a nice day. There wasn't any trouble. This was a thing for the city as well, wasn't it? It's Obviously, this city clearly is ours. But um, I, th- there is this... this hand-holding-ish type thing after the 90 minutes that we are all Sheffielders. Surely? Am I wrong? No, 100%. You think, you know, it's the age-old story, isn't it? You take, you know, Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday, you put them in Manchester or whatever, and we're all Yorkshire, aren't we? You put Manchester and Sheffield in France, and we're all England, aren't we? And that's, at the end of the day, it's that's how it works, and that's how it's got to be. Um, it's just, just don't let it get embarrassing. That's the main. Just don't embarrass people. I, I think no, there's there's some truth. It's somebody said to me the other week um, about the, the the best derby and all that, and a conversation. And um, uh, you you look at a, good, a Liverpool derby, you know, and Liverpool Everton, and you see them sat at side of each other in in the in the shirts in, in the stands. I don't think you could do that in Sheffield. I really don't. You but, but United. Put United fans at middle of Wednesday fans, or put a Wednesday fan at middle of United fans. Uh-oh. Yeah, we've seen it. I mean, I've been at Hillsborough when United fans have been escorted out of the North Stand, or have been at Hillsborough when actually that fan got into the cop and was wearing his United shirt underneath his jumper, if you like. And it's a, a it's a stupid thing to do. 
And B, I mean, when I was going out, I was getting jeered at and, and all that kind of thing. But there was no no violence or anything at all like that. And that's the bit of football that that, that does my tits in it. Really, really does. It's a it's a game. It's a game we love. It's a game we're passionate about. It's a game that we scream about, we shout about. But when it comes to actual violence, it's freaking ridiculous. It really, really is. And you see all these absolute arseholes on both sides of the city um, on social media and those sorts of things and, and all the plans and all that kind of crap. And to me, I mean, they're not football fans in the slightest. They, they don't want to watch football at all. It, it might as well be you live on one street, I live on another. It might as well be you've got brown hair, you've got blonde hair. These people, it's nothing to do with football. They're just awful, nasty people. And for them, well, for me, they can just get out of football altogether. I do not care about that. I do like to have banter with the Sheffield United fans. I do quite often shut myself in the foot by saying things like, we have clearly got a, a team of class above at Sheffield United. Um, and that generally comes to bite me about back on the ass. Um, but when it comes to the actual football itself, there is nothing better than a derby game, is there? There really is nothing from a, from a fan's point of view better than a derby game. Now, from a player's point of view, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, a lot of these players have been involved in derby games before. This is not their first foray, obviously, but their first... Sheffield derbies, um, but uh, when it comes to actual derby games, obviously Bluvens, Celtic Rangers, um, I should imagine Butterfield, Derby Forest, Reach, Borough. Wallace? Bloody Wallace has racked them all up, have not he? I read that article with him. I was like, Jesus, how many derbies can someone play? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done them all, hasn't he? Um, obviously, Fletcher will probably be in a very similar derby as well, playing Sunderland, Newcastle, etc., etc., etc. So th- these guys know what's what when it comes to derby game. The, these, these are seasoned professionals, a lot of these guys. Um, but, I mean, do you think... We see it with our blue tinted spectacles, don't we? It's a Sheffield derby. It's massive. It's huge. And it's the first one for a while. And it's chuffing sexy, isn't it? Do you think the players feel this from a fan's point of view? Or to them, is it just another game? I think I think they'll feel it, feel it with the atmosphere. I think the atmosphere will be there. I think that's how they'll feel it. They'll, some of them might not, that haven't experienced it before, um, might get a shock when they walk out on, on Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. I mean, we, we have literally seen Hillsborough moving under a full cop, haven't we? Um, we? We've seen the stand actually physically moving. That's how you use the word literal, by the way, for anybody under the age of 16, literally moving. Um, so, yes, it's going it's to be massive. It's going to be full. But as far as I'm aware, it's not actually sold out. There's still a couple of tickets left, isn't there? Which is a bit unusual to me. Is I mean, is that strange? Uh, I, there's not many, I think. There's about five, isn't there? There's not loads. No, there's not, there's not like a stand empty. But um, I, usually these people are sort of tripping over themselves for these things. I think there's 400 in the Lower West and a handful restricted views on the cop. Would you want to sit in the Lower West, though? Are you having a laugh? No. Yeah, to be honest, again, it's one of those things. I mean, again, we've seen idiots on Twitter filling up bottles of whatever it is, but clearly it's just a picture that they've found on the internet. Um, to be honest, this kid that's living with his mum, if he's got bottles of wee in his bedroom, his mum's going to be very, very angry, blunt or not blunt. Um, but <laughs> but it's just, I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll put this out there and it's all that nonsense again, but if if they get caught doing anything like that, they, they're going to get into serious trouble for it. And yeah, they haven't got time to drink before the match, that's why the, it is where it is and all that kind of thing. But, well, that's like what I said, you know, the FA are on the backs yeah, anyway. Yeah. They've got to, as a fan base themselves, they've got to be so careful. And if I was another, if I was a genuine Blade, like my one of my closest friends, Lauren, goes to every single Blades match, home and away, and she, I will listen to her talk about football 
whatever because I know she goes and I'm quite happy to listen to banter and have a chat about stuff and whatever else because she's in the same boat as me she has been for the same amount of years you know that's what she does but if I was someone like her and I know this is what she's like she wouldn't want anything like that at all because to her her football club at the moment because of and let's be honest a very very small minority of absolute idiots are potentially going to cause major problems for Sheffield United, major, major problems. And all eyes are going to be on them on Sunday, on both sides, but on Sheffield United as well, just because of the Middlesbrough stuff, the Norwich stuff, you know, things, eyes are going to be on them and they've got to be so careful. And I just, I hope that both sides listen to that and just realise, like I said, it's literally 22 men kicking around a pig's liver for 90 minutes. That's, That's all it is. That's all it is. And that's what, you know, we've got to be as passionate as we possibly can be as fans of our teams. And, you know, both sides have been brought up as passionate fans. But we've got to remember that there's more to life than that. And there's more to, you know, if you love your club, is it worth getting in trouble for it? Or getting your club in trouble for it? You know, if you're not bothered about yourself, think about your football club. Yeah, it's not just that. Can you imagine sort of rocking up to the gates of Hillsborough with a bag full of wee and expecting just, oh, yeah, he's just tango, don't worry. Just, it'll just be a Google image, <laughs> yeah, though. That it is, absolutely. Yeah, of course honest. it is. But, uh, no, it made me laugh. Bless them. Uh, fancy putting nonsense out on Twitter. Who'll do something like that? Um, <laughs> now, of course, looking back at the history of the, the derbies, I mean, uh, I, again, I'm not going to bore you with all this kind of nonsense, but this is obviously getting up there now. Um, just looking on the Tinterweb now, uh, games won for Sheffield Wednesday, 48. Games drawn, 44. Games lost, 48. We are tied at the moment. So this game is going to be the decider of uh, overall bragging rights for our histories um, would you like to have a hazard a guess of the the first year this game was played I don't know if you guys are aware of this I, I, I am quite a, a geeky foot but I don't know the answer to this one I'm quite a geek with football but I don't know that one so where yeah I was going to say where 1867 mm. they're 1889 how do you know when they were Victoria that's to be just a bit weird that um, yeah because my dad played for him, my lord. I've got to know it. 1891. Uh, but yeah, it's absolutely... I mean, the history here is incredible, isn't it? It really is. And that's what makes it so exciting. And speaking of that, I mean, you guys, what, what's your biggest memories of the derby? Oh, I, th- I think for me, I, I've still got a, a scar on my knee. Uh, and my friend Rory, who I've just been down in, in Reading with, who was, who was getting married on, on uh, Saturday, so congratulations to him. Um he remembers the story I told him about, about the, the Chris Waddle scar. So when uh, at the Wembley semi-final, when uh, when Waddle uh, scored, I jumped up and a seat in front of me was a little worse for wear, wooden seats at that point, and it got a few screws sticking out and I uh, jumped up and took half my knee off uh, on the <laughs> seat in front. But what I made sure was I picked the scab so it's scarred and I still have that scar on the knee now. It's the Chris Waddle scar. That's oh, really God, that's awful. And 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 no and no scab, that's not, disgusting. I've not I've not shown him my, my scar at Hallam either. So This is your fault. I've never got that geeky yet. There'll be some time I get pissed up in it. Like, have you seen this? As I, I drop my trousers and say, no! no pictures for this. Well, you make any particular memories of the derby? Um, I, you know, I remember all the big ones that I've been to. I uh, didn't get to go to Wembley and whatever. Um, but I do remember there was a Friday night, um, and it was back in the Jermaine Johnson. I, I know that because I worked at the club at the time. I lent him my sat nav, oh, and I still do not JJ. have that sat nav back, Jermaine Johnson. So you owe me a tom tom, pal. Um, but 
I remember it was Frank Songo was playing and I actually, I got a ticket at the last minute because it wasn't, I don't think it was on TV or I couldn't get to a TV that had it on or something. My parents were away or something. Um, and I remember I went and I sat in the blade's end. And uh, I had to sit down. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I just, I just had to be so quiet. And to be fair, I got away with it. Like no one caused me any trouble. It was fine. I went and got a brew and, you know, it was, but I just, oh, I remember it was a very, very cold Friday night. It was awful. Um, but other than that, obviously, <laughs> Mr. Tuggay, oh. you've got to remember that, haven't you? In in recent years, that has got to be one of the standout memories. I know uh, we've been tweeting quite a lot from the TWW cast um, this week. But I think that that goal for me stands out above the rest by a mile. That is just unbelievable. And obviously, Sheridan... Isn't that strange, well, that? You know, that is one well, that completely and utterly slipped my mind. John Sheridan's first ever goal for Sheffield Wednesday. It's a brilliant goal. If you haven't seen it, please do just make it... Even if you don't follow us, just go and have a little look over there at the, the TWS Twitter feed and just look at John Sheridan's first ever goal from Sheffield Wednesday. He takes it from the halfway line, runs all the way to the pitch and scores. It's a brilliant goal. Why is that not as famous as the Tuggate goal or the Chris Warrell free kick or anything at all? I just don't understand. It's an amazing goal. I, I do have another memory of, uh, of the, I think it was probably the last one we played where we had a beanbag at Hillsborough, the 2-2 game where Medine scored late on. And at the time, I was, I was, I was unfortunately, and I'm sorry for this, everybody, I was dating. Oh, sorry, Rich. You, uh, you, it didn't last long. Up. You know, which, uh, <laughs> yeah, story of my life not lasting long. But anyway, um, so I was sat. She was she was at the lane. I I was at the the beanbag, and uh, they went one nil up. I got a text just saying bingo. Uh, two nil up. I got another text bingo, and I'm thinking I'm going to keep my powder dry here. So literally, when Medine put that in in the last minute, and they blew the final whistle, I just sent a text back saying house. Love it, absolutely love it. Perfect. Always keep, never start until a fat lady. But we do singing. want to hear your uh, memories of the the derby as well, because we've, I mean, we've been putting this stuff out on Twitter. People have been sending some wonderful little tweets. I'm just looking at a few now. Um, David Stony Stone, uh, we obviously the John Sheridan goal we put out. He says it was his first ever derby, followed by his first ever pint as well. So little things like that, I think, is absolutely fantastic. Um, there's been some um, some Terry Curran stuff, and we was trying to look at the. The not so famous goals, if you like, the the, the Terry Curran goal in the other derby that year at Bramall Lane, and there's also a cracking interview with Terry Curran um, on there as well. If you've never seen that before, please do have a little look at that. He is the original banterman, isn't he, Mister Curran? It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. He's basically just winding up Sheffield United players. It's brilliant. So please do go and have a little look over there. Um, obviously, coming on to Sunday itself, um, this is a big. Juicy chuffing game, isn't it? It really, really is. I am so, so looking forward to it. I'm, I'm gonna say it now because I'm not scared of the blunts. I'm not scared of the fixture. Um, and as Wednesday fans, we should be damn proud of our club and what we've done, over, especially over the last sort of three or four years. Um, so I really, really, really am looking forward to this game, and I really, really, really want to put them back in their box. Can yeah. I read out a list to you now, my lord, that you sent us the other day? Okay, ready? <laughs> Stephen Bywater, Danny Bart. Lewis Buxton, Reader Johnson, Rob Jones, Jose Semedo, Chris Lines, David Prutton, Mikhail Antonio, Ryan Lowe, Chris O'Grady. That was our last starting lineup. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jeff. I mean, look at that now. Look at that compared. And haven't they still got, is it Summit? I don't know. I don't follow them closely enough. I mean, we've. 
you know, we I can't, even I have can't wait hint. for the songs that are going to appear on that one. <laughs> we don't have any hint of that team anymore. Absolutely nothing. And it's just, that is a huge sign. And again, hats off to Mr. Chanceri, to Carlos, to Mr. Mandarik. You know, we are, that team is so far removed from what we are now. And I think, if anything, you know, come what may at two o'clock on Sunday, come what may, look at that team that we had, or oh, half two, whatever it'll be, Um Look at that team that we had and look at the team that we've got now. And that's what's, you know, that is so important to look at the, just the progression for for ourselves as a football club. That was the starting lineup. And we were so excited about that lineup. Oh my God, Lowe's playing. That fucking Ryan Lowe, man. Jesus Christ, you can put me <gasps> now against Ryan Lowe. Absolutely rude. And I, can't I love Ryan Lowe. Absolutely rude. Rude, rude. Uh, <laughs> Come on, look at that for a, for a contrast. No, it is, it's huge. I, I think the, the question and the reason that list was sent is because uh, I think it was Fudge that said, has anybody in the team played in a in a Sheffield derby before? And I think the only person that probably has coming away close will be Liam Palmer, won't it? Um, obviously, Joel Wildsmith, various sort of uh, youth levels and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it was so strange looking at that team and, and just thinking... I, I mean, I love that football team. I really, really did. They, they got us promoted. It was marvellous. It was a wonderful, wonderful day, that game. It was it was brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Uh, but it is a completely different element altogether now to, to that last game that we played. And uh, I just... ah, oh, Just chuffing when you chuffers. Um, <laughs> if we had time to like... if it, I mean, obviously we don't have time to do it on the podcast, but if you get that list up on your phone at home, reading the, listening to this now and read that list and go through and just do a comparison with who is in that position now in the squad, it's just, it's mind-blowing. That it's really, unreal. Really and do we think that Carlos is going to keep this team? I mean, obviously we, we'll, we'll try to do some sort of analysis and, and put our football heads on rather than our blue heart sort of pounding out of our chests when it comes to this game. Uh, but do you think we're going to see a similar sort of team? Do we think we're going to see an unchanged team? I, I think so. I think it's um, the, only, the only kind of one I'd see, if he was fit, and I'm not sure he's going to be, he's Hutch. This kind of game's made for Hutch, although it's probably made for a red, for a red card for Hutch. Enough, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I think the, the side that's playing at the minute is kind of Dave Jones is a Wednesday fan stuck in there. He'll probably get it more than any of them will. Um, Absolutely. Is he a Wednesday fan? He, Dave Jones is, yeah. I didn't know, know that. Oh, honestly, yeah. I swear to God, I didn't know that. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, I like him now. <laughs> Fletch won't, won't be, won't, won't you know, be any shrinking violent. I don't think Barry Bannon will either. Um, I, I think we've got the kind of right kind of side to be playing. In, teams in the, well, we've played them in the past. We've we've had some, you know, the, I, I go back to the Chris Woods days, you, you know what happened then. Uh, a lot of players that were a bit... Um, up themselves a little bit and weren't rough and ready, ready to roll the sleeves up. But I think we've got players who who now do roll the sleeves up, uh, and and I'll, I'll, I'll give one it massive shout out. I would like to say as well on the podcast is obviously we all talk about the goals and we all talk about everything else. And as you chaps know, I'm a bit of a keeper freak. I always have been, um, but uh, as I've been looking back and we were sort of gathering these videos together um, that we're all been looking at on Twitter, um, the, the one sort of reoccurring theme throughout about 20 years worth of videos is Kevin Pressman 
And the amount of incredible saves he's made in Steel City derbies is unbelievable. Uh, there's a few out there on the uh, Twitter feed now. There are many, many more to come and many, many more that I just haven't bothered with. But, but the amount of saves that Kevin Pressman and the amount of wonderful, beautiful football kits he's worn um, through these derbies as well is so impressive. And it, it just reminds you of what a legend Kevin Pressman is of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. It's oh, he ridiculous. never got a testimony. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's one of those little things I always think that, that footballers like Kevin Pressman like Kieran Lee uh, because they're not beautiful men <laughs> do you think that's sort of a possibility I'll have you know Absolutely. Kieran Lee's quite but an attractive he's, young he's, man he's no hutch is he he's not work for me he's no <laughs> but you wouldn't go squiggly with Mr. Pressman, would you? And he's a, he's an incredible goalkeeper. He really, really is a brilliant, brilliant yeah. keeper. And he's such. I mean, I think the first save I've found was from '89, and the last save was in the 2000s and things. And it's such a massive time span. He's, he's played in so many. He's, he probably, off the top of my head, played in more Steel City derbies than any other player, um, because he was obviously with us so long and, and been our first choice goalkeeper for such a long time. Um, but yeah, massive shout out to Big KP. And uh, again, keep a little eye out over there on the Twitter page for his bits and bobs as well. But yes, go on, Wednesday, Sunday, big game. Looking forward to it. I'm going to chuff and crush the dirty little chuffers as well. It's going to be marvellous. Um, <laughs> I hope. Um, <laughs> right, then, ladies and gents, that's going to be us towards an end of this week's show. One little bit of exciting news we've got, though. Um, our friends over there at S6 Clothing um, have asked us to give them a little bit of a shout-out and offered a shirt for a, um, a TWWcast listener as well. Um, if you're not aware of S6 Clothing, please do pop over and have a little look at their website. It is s6clothing.com sorry I apologise I forgot my lordliness www.s6clothing.com um, you can also find them over there on Twitter at s6clothing and I'm sure they're on Facebook as well um, but what we're going to do, we're going to stick a little tweet out um, with the shirt that you can win from S6 Clothing. It's a cracking shirt as well. Um, and if you retweet that shirt and follow S6 Clothing, um, we'll sort of stick you in a draw. And Vic will do one of her wonderful sort of... Um, if don't the listeners to follow us as well. are probably That's following us already. If they're not, don't worry about it. Let them follow S6 Clothing. Uh, if, if, if they listen to actual podcast, trust me, we've got far more, more followers on Twitter than we've got people listening to this podcast. So that won't be a problem. Um, but yes, if you're following S6 Clothing, retweet it, and then Vic will do one of her wonderful little... Um, can yeah, I do my Google thing again? Random number research thing. Oh, uh, we'll pick somebody up uh, from random who has followed S6, and we'll be checking as well. Um, so this is a Twitter-only thing, unfortunately. Um, but uh, by all means, uh, follow Essex Clothing. Um, how, we'll pop that little link out, uh, get that retweeted, and hopefully you'll have a wonderful new shirt. The, the logo for S6 really is brilliant. It's uh, it's an owl with S6 eyes. Best way I can describe it, really. It's <laughs> a brilliant run by a cracking set of chaps. And on there it says, buy Wednesdayites for Wednesdayites. Tagline of the season. Fantastic. Um, so... Dickie or Bean, if people want to get hold of you over there on the Twitteridge, where can we do that, old boy? Yeah, you can uh, find me at Dickie Owl. Um, I won't be, won't be tweeting too much about the, uh, the the derby until Sunday, probably, uh, as I will be down, down the, the south. south again, drinking more alcohol uh, at a wedding. But <laughs> down them, down that very south. Yeah. <laughs> well, Worcester. It's not really south. It's more Midlands, isn't it? To be fair, taking some hendos south to us. Some proper sauce. <laughs> oh, 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 don't worry. There'll be some of that going. Don't worry. 
It's already been purchased. Vic, my <laughs> darling, if you want to get all you over there on the Twitter page, where can we do that, sweetheart? Um, just a quick shout out before we go offline. Um, in that there is going to be a feature in the programme this weekend, in the 150-page programme. And there was a feature in the Star last week, and it's still online, about my amazing dad who has been battling prostate cancer this year um, and his mate Gary, who is a blade and has had the same disease and they've really, really become like the closest friends. They are each other's confidant through something that is a really taboo subject um, and they've they've come out together and they really want to do an article. Well, I've written it for them. We've put it out there. They really wanted to come out together and say, look, this is what you need to do. You need to get tested. You need to go for your everyman health checks. You need to do everything else to find out and to make sure that you are clear of prostate cancer. So please keep an eye out in the programme for the article. Uh, my dad is Bill Wood. He is lovely. He looks like me, but 65 with no hair. Um, and they've done this article. And if you want to give any money to prostate cancer, you can do it at justgiving.com forward slash TWWcast. Um, we've had quite a few donations already, which has been amazing. There's no specific challenge on there as yet. I'm sure we'll all do something. And um, We've been talking about playing foot golf for a long time, so maybe we'll do something with that or who knows. We'll get James to shave his beard or something. Um, but yeah, so please, please have a look at that programme. Um, just read the article. If if anything, if you don't give a penny, please go to your doctor and just get checked up if you can. If you've got any symptoms that are listed in there, please go and do it. Um, but if not, you can follow me at Victoria1867 on the Twitter. And his mate. And if you are one of these idiots that are weaning bottles and all that kind of thing, um, read the article. Sit yourself down. Go online, read this article, and see what it's like to be a proper football fan. Because if there's one thing that uh, that Bill Wood certainly is, it is a proper football fan. So get yourself over there and read that as well. Uh, he's that and an all-round legend. And of course, if you want to get all my nonsense over there on the Twitter, you can do that at Lord Hate. That's L zero underscore H or something. Um, you get all of the podcast at TWWcast, and there will be a lot of Steel City Derby memories um, getting whipped out over there as well. So please do have a little look at those and send us yours. We do want to hear your Steel City Derby memories uh, because they are chuffing brilliant. As long as they're lovely and not awfully nasty and violent, because we don't like that kind of thing. We just don't want it. It has been a pleasure. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for joining us. Be good, be safe, come on Wednesday, and we'll see you real soon. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.